Hello, hello. Before we get into the show, it's time to sell out just a little bit. Look, the first 100 apps were free, but, you know, it's high time Daddy Wet is being a little bit, you know? So we've been tossing around different companies to get involved with and decided on one that I actually use and love. That is Skillshare. I'm such a massive fan of this service. I'd, I'd been toying with the idea of signing up for months and finally pulled the trigger. Honestly, my only regret is that I didn't do it sooner. Personally, I've been taking classes on Photoshop, video editing, and how to grow a YouTube channel. I mean, it's basically a must for anyone attempting to make waves in these internet streets. All classes are learn at your own pace. You can pause, rewind, or come back to an important section at any time in the future. And if creating stuff for the internet isn't exactly your thing, uh, it's perfect for adding value to your regular job or teaching you the tools to find a better one. Uh, they really do have something for everyone. So use our link in the episode description and you will get a one-month free trial. This immediately gives you access to as many classes as you want during this month and there are no restrictions. Now, let's get to that thing we call a show. Before I ask my co-host how he's doing in that soothingly smooth ASMR-like sound, we have a very special guest today. He's a Star Wars nerd through and through. If you don't believe me, he once 3D printed his own Star Wars slash Marvel hybrid armor. He's a guy who's a master chef in the kitchen and a just plain master in the sheets, Mr. Tom Edwards. How you doing, fellas? <laughs> Feeling good. Excited to be here. Oh, so excited to have you! As soon as 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 soon as I heard that you listened to the show, I was like, "We got to get Tom on in some respect." And what better what better time than now than for Rogue One? I've been choosing to watch this for like a month, and I knew this was coming up, so I just kept putting it off and putting it off. And today was finally the climax. Uh, I haven't watched this movie in a long time. I feel like since it since it like came out on streaming because this came out in what 2016 yep yeah it's been a minute it's definitely been a minute tom had you seen this movie at all recently um yeah actually my wife and i watched it a couple i watched it a couple times during the pandemic and my wife watched it mm. for the first time during the pandemic uh oh. same for me so like we, we went through a lot of the star wars stuff just like you know everyone going through streaming and that was kind of mm-hmm. when she really started like getting into the movies more you know mm-hmm. just being more interested in like the series obviously mandalorian was really popular with everybody but yeah so that was uh probably for me it was one of those ones where i'm like oh man these new ones they've got they got something going on like this is different this is hitting different yeah this is my favorite yeah. of the uh, newer ones the disney the disney ones same this, like easily same. yeah and i and i wore all blue today for a guy uh general merrick and blue squadron uh <laughs> Just show some respect for some true kings. <laughs> yeah, this movie, it's just like, man, it just, 
yeah, it's just so great. And just, you know, basically to have pretty much a whole Star Wars movie without granted there's spoiler alert. There's a lightsaber in the end, but yeah. there's like pretty much no, you know, Jedi's and no lightsabers. It's pretty incredible and like pretty genius for them yeah. to do. I mean, that's what Cassian's or Andor's doing now. I don't know if you guys have been watching mm. that. Um, I, I haven't spoil yet. anything, but I love it. Sadly, so much. I have not either. I love it so much. That's what I mean. Like I, I, I've, I've heard about the new Andor show being sort of in that, you know, more direction, but I definitely, it was one of the things I noted very early on in the movie while I was taking my notes for this and just, they don't talk about spaceships. They don't talk about, you know, the characters don't, it never comes up. No one cares about tech. They just want things to work and to be accessible. Like that's just, it's an entirely different, I feel like, like, like mindset of the filmmaker, which is really great to see. And yeah. it's just really well done. It's so. a heist movie set mm-hmm. in the Star Wars universe. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's great. But oh, it still great. very much has the same visceral texture that you're used to Star Wars having. Absolutely. It's still that mm-hmm. world very, very much. But before we get totally. into that, what have you guys been watching, reading, seeing, doing? Uh, guest first. Uh, well, I got a couple of very young daughters, so Bluey's been a good one. Um, <laughs> watching, they're still a little young for like Rebels and stuff, but I've also watched those. I love Rebels so much. I watched uh, Rebels before I watched The Clone Wars, so I have a, mm-hmm. an affinity. For, like Rebels was the show I would have killed for as a kid because I, I didn't really care oh, about yeah. the Jedi and like lightsaber stuff. I was obsessed with the ships and like just oh, the yeah, way same. they looked so lived in and like beat up. Like, just looking at an X-Wing or a Y-Wing, like, I could stare at it for hours because that told me a story in itself. I had all the books that were, like, the cross-sections, you know, deep, deep Star oh, Wars, yeah. you know, cuts. Yeah, like, all those. But Because, again, for me, also, the, I, I had absolutely no interest in the Jedi whatsoever. Like, me the lightsaber form stuff was really cool, but it was the, uh, like, the Bounty Hunter Guild that I was thought was really cool because my favorite book was the Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Yeah. Like, and I didn't care about KOTOR or anything like that when I was younger. Like, and that's part of why I stayed away from the Clone Wars series, which is awesome, mm-hmm. by the way. But... No, I've seen a lot of it. Yeah, it's yeah, really good. I've seen it all multiple times. <laughs> yeah, I have not sadly yet. <laughs> and the Tartakovsky one too, which is just like a yeah, that one I watched. It's just a fever dream, relentless. It's something. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, they just you know the, the style. You know, had the legs to stay, which I loved. Yeah, still good. Anything nice. else, or uh... no? That's it for me. How about you, Jay? What you been watching and seeing doing this week? I've I've been reading a lot of stuff this week. I don't know if I told you about this, Tom, but they just recently wrapped on this amazing Ninja Turtles comic run called The Last Ronin. And the original uh, guys, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, uh, created it and wrote it. And it's in a in a crazy, dark, dystopian future. There's one turtle left, and he's taking down Shredder's grandson. And it is... Awesome. I just finished it this week. That sounds oh, awesome. Oh, it's great. It's a it's a chef's kiss. It's like highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, and then I also, I was listening to an interview with Pat Oswalt, and I love him. He's awesome. And he recommended this new comic that he's really into, and it's called Eight Billion Genies. And it sounds crazy, and it's, a normal day on earth and then all of a sudden just a random day every single person on earth gets an, a genie but only one wish 
and it's it's really good. It's really good. It's really interesting. Um, they're still in the middle of the run, so I think only like four issues are out right now, and mm-hmm. I just blasted through them. Um, highly recommend cool. that too. And then I randomly started watching Chef's Table, the pizza version, and I just want like all the pizza. I, I have like pizza. I have a pile of bricks and like a small stack of fire bricks in my backyard. I'm like quietly mm-hmm. and carefully piecing everything together so I can build my own wood fire pizza oven. Oh, oh. I want it so bad. Yes, uh, yes. Oh, you and, you, that would you and so Haley awesome. can come over and we can just you know gain 15 pounds. It'll be great. I lovely. would love that. I would love that. <laughs> Um, but that's kind of it for me. What about you, Mr. Hans? Uh, speaking of comic books right there, Fantastic Four, Alex Ross, full circle. He, everyone knows him as, as one of the greatest comic book artists of all time, but he also wrote that. Um, very good. I mean, the art is incredible, and uh, he's not a bad writer, turns out. Mm. Highly recommend that. Um, what else? I've been watching She-Hulk. And they keep teasing Daredevil, and they're not showing him. And <laughs> getting, I'm him. getting tired of that. Yeah. I'm getting real tired of that. I really <laughs> like the show, though. Like, I really enjoy that show, too. My wife and I watch, like, we watch every episode. It's so good. Uh, it just needs to be I, longer. I need to watch My it. only complaint is they're too short. Like, I just want more. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that, but I also kind of like that it's like the half-hour sitcom vibe. Yeah. Um, no, it's great. Like, I just want, but, like, you know, like, three bigger at Bigger and Marvel, but, you know, it's got the Marvel, like, energy, but I, I really like the sense of humor. I think the, like, the, like, direct-to-camera bits are always, like, well, well yeah, done she and was not the first one. She-Hulk was the first one. Jennifer Walters was the first to do the Breaking the Fourth Wall. Like, everyone knows Deadpool for that, but she was the first one to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like it's not it's not overdone. It's great. Yeah, they they, mm. they save it and use it properly. Um, and Tatiana Maslany is incredible. Yeah, she's great. The, she is phenomenal. Somehow, uh, the most unbelievable part of that series, where uh, a woman turns into a giant green rage monster, is that guys don't uh, find Jen Walters attractive or want to date her. Yeah, I don't. I <laughs> that's don't, the hardest that's thing that for me to believe. Like, I don't. <laughs> like, uh, like, no, what, anyone what would be dude lucky. in his thirties be like, "Hey, this single lawyer who is incredibly yeah. attractive is looking to meet someone yeah. nice. I can be someone nice, successful, like, <laughs> fun, funny, yeah. and, and attractive. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're having problems finding a date. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the oh, hardest yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm believe. sorry. I'm sorry. Honestly, I'm very sorry if that is the case. I'm sure it is the case for many, many people out there, but it's just like the idea that like. Only the entrepreneur was the guy who was like down for Jennifer. Like, come on, man! Like, yeah, it, that's that's the, <laughs> the hardest entrepreneur. Thing to <laughs> uh, what else? Um, House of the Dragon. I don't know if you guys have been watching that. Uh, I'm so behind. I'm like two episodes behind. They did a big time jump, which I didn't mm-hmm. know how I was going to feel about because I really liked. The actors that were playing uh, the younger versions of uh, like Rhaenyra and and uh, the king's the uh, queen uh, Allison. Allison. Um, mm-hmm. I thought they did it a really good job of like getting you acclimated to the change with the very first scene um, of her like having the kid and like that long long scene of her walking to show the kid to to the queen. Like, you got to feel, like, it just, like, acclimated me and calibrated me, too. It's like, oh, okay, now I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm in. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So they did yeah, really I, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. I like the show overall, but yeah, I'm still, God, I'm on like episode three, maybe four. I, at the end of every episode, I look at my wife and say, oh, I hate this show. And then, you know, the second the next one's available, click. Just because, like, I feel like I'm just on the edge of a complete adrenaline freak out every single episode the entire time. Just like, mm-hmm. oh, man, this person's having a casual walk in a garden. Well, obviously, they're going to die for some insane reason right now. <laughs> Exactly. Very good, though. Uh, big fan. Um, also, Andor, you guys haven't been watching it. I mean, that's kind of the reason we're doing this is because that just came out last week. Mm-hmm. They dropped the first three episodes, which was a really good move because a lot of the – I won't spoil anything. A lot of the complaints, um, which I think are ridiculous, but it, it, that were it was too slow. Um, mm-hmm. But they're, like, building developing characters in a way that – I mean – not to shit on Star Wars, but Star Wars doesn't often do that. <laughs> it's just like here's the person, and yeah. You just need to. We'll give you what they are just by telling you. Mm-hmm. But this is like developing right. characters like in a way that uh, you know a regular, uh, well-made uh, program would. And I, I just think it's great. It's so good. I can't wait to watch it. I'm I'm flying to Iowa this weekend, so maybe I'll just download those episodes on for the plane because it's like a three three hour plane ride. So I'll just oh, it's perfect. Uh, Diego Luna, oh, amazing. I mean, he's so good. He's so good. It's such a good idea to have to give him a show because he's so interesting. Like in this movie, even alone. Like, you, you mm-hmm. see, like, this different side of the Rebel Alliance. Like, he's just, like, murdering people right off the bat. Like, people that are his friends, yeah. basically. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like, yeah. oh, this is different. That's because it's, like, Tony Gilroy and his brother, like, Dan, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. And, like, Tony, he's he's been he's been quoted saying, like, I don't give a sh- damn about Star Wars. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't even like it. So he's just yeah. writing this, like, as he would write anything he was trying to make good. Yeah, I mean, he wrote Nightcrawler. He wrote, he did some, of, he did uh, some of the Bourne movies. He's just like, yeah. no, I just want this to be a great movie. And that's what's really great too. Is like when you bring in, like, let's say you're making a horror movie, you get somebody who's not directed a horror movie before. They're directing it like any other kind of like drama or something. Yeah. They're bringing in their expertise. I mean, I mm-hmm. love the, I love like the Mandalorian and all the canon and everything. Like, I'm, I'm a sucker for that. But I do also. We, I wanted something like this too. Like we can have both, you know. Yeah, uh, you of can course. Live in this world in two separate ways or multiple different ways, and like this more mm-hmm. like, gritty and like uh, gray area, and then you know your regular like Luke and Jedi and Yoda and mm-hmm. all, that, all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um. But yeah, that's about all I got. You guys wanna wanna get into this? Let's do it. Let's get into our feature presentation. And now, our feature presentation. Rogue One, a Star Wars story from 2016, 84% from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes and 86% from the audience, directed by Gareth Edwards, kind of starring Felicity Jones as Jyn Erso, Diego Luna as Cassian Andor, Alan Tudyk as K2SO, Donnie Yen as Chirruti something, Wen Zheng as Baze Malbus, Benny Mendelssohn as director Orson Krennic, Forrest Whitaker as Saul Guerrero, Riz Ahmed as Modi Rook, and Mads 
Mickelson as Galen Urso. Great, great cast. Like, fantastic cast. Um, Donnie Yen. Oh, he's so good. Like, he's so good. I, and I wrote oh. in the notes, like, this cast is wasted on a film where everyone dies. Yeah. Like, I mean, the movie is yeah. phenomenal. It is an amazing movie. But it's like, okay, well, you know, Mads Mikkelsen's yeah. out, Donnie Yen's out. Like, unless we get, like, origin stories or something, which, which I would be 100% mm-hmm. in for. Yeah. Um, oh, it's totally. Like, just, but it's like, oh, come on. Like, these people, the, oh, the opening scene with Krennic and Mads oh. Mikkelsen is just, like, some of the best acting I want, either of those guys yeah. I want to see a political yeah. drama of, like, how Krennic comes up through the ranks to get to his, like, just in the what world I want of Star Wars, is, but I, like a, I want the mm-hmm. I want the Krennic Urso side by side ascension story because like obviously mm-hmm. they got to know each other. At least I get the feel like on the way up because at some point they were friendlier than yeah, you they know clearly they have were. History. Yeah. So yeah. like what happened there? What you know? What brought them together? How they become friends? They start working on this kind of you know, like what, what's going on with that? Like I would love that story. Yeah, we, we might like get West it Wing. if Andor does does. Yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking of. Like a West like Wing. Like West type. Wing and the Star. Like lots of walk and talks. Yes. Uh, get Aaron Sorkin on the line. <laughs> but then you also get the moments of like Galen Urso almost getting found out. You know, like mm-hmm. that he's really. I mean, we got horrible. we got history with uh, Saw Gerrera, Um So good. Really cool that. He started off as an animated character, and then they brought him in. He, I didn't really like how he went out. It didn't really make a lot of sense, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. But he's great. He's so good. I have mm. thoughts on his. I have. I have thoughts on his way out that leave me conflicted. Same. Yes. We'll get to that. Yes. Oh, totally. Uh, let's let's dive in. Um, we open up no crawl. First Star Wars movie with no yeah. crawl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, we just get this evil-looking shuttle making its way towards uh, planet's surface. Jin and her mom and Pa, they live there. Uh, they they see the shuttle coming in. And they, they, he knows, Galen knows what's up. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. the other shoe's dropping. We've been found out. They're in hiding. Uh, he contacts Saw and uh, tells tells Jin and his wife, basically go hide and, like, go off with him uh, while he goes to meet Krennic. Uh, neither listen. <laughs> Idiots. They they really don't. They don't listen. No. His his wife. Why have a plan? His yeah. wife's move Why here have a is plan? just nonsensical. Um, mm-hmm. But whatever. Um, bunch of idiots. Galen tries to talk his way out of it. Krennic wants him to come back to like work on the Death Star because he he's like the best in his field with uh with all this mm-hmm. stuff. But once he found out what they're actually using his work for, he's like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do a genocide. No, thank you. Straight up, Doctor mm. Evil. How about no? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I really liked that entrance scene. Like the, I felt like it was a really classic Star Wars opening of like the pan to the planet with the shuttle coming oh, yeah. in, and just the really sinister music and the fact that it's just absolutely beautiful. Like you know, yeah. it's overcast, but it's like lush green, rich looking soil. Like this is yeah, obviously you have the rings a, of the planet and everything. Just it's, like it's beautiful. And it's nothing but sinister music and this shuttle just like it almost seems like it's crawling through the sky. Yeah. It's yeah. the opposite yeah. of like the beginning of a new hope where you just have this massive uh ship taking up the entire mm-hmm. screen and it's just this tiny little thing but somehow it's just as terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I, I really yeah. one of the things I always 
kind of thought was odd is this sort of like disparity of power. Like Krennic's in charge of the Death Star, yet whenever he needs to go somewhere, it only warrants a single shuttle. Um, and it's the same thing with like the Emperor Darth Vader. Like, shouldn't they just go everywhere on the giant, you know, Star Destroyer? I, I don't know. It's very confusing. Yeah. Huh. Is Krennic important or isn't he important? Like, I mean, we kind of find out later. He's maybe he's not. Oh. Yeah, he's used that when Grand Moff Tarkin's done quick. working on him. Tarkin, that scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so uh, while they're having this conversation, he's like, "Yeah, well, my family's dead. Like, uh, no need to look over here. You know, no, don't mind the man behind the curtain." Uh, but I love it, how well he plays. I'm bad at lying. Like yeah. just the, like you can tell like the tiny tells are like pretty obvious because the guy can't lie, but like it's so well acted. Yeah. And he calls him out mm. right away. Um, and then if there was any doubt, his dumb wife shows up with a, with a blaster. <laughs> it's just like in front of all these like death squad, like death troopers. Like, just what are you thinking, dude? <laughs> like she had to know that they're like the green berets. Like, yeah. 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 They're, they're and even elite. he's like, what are you doing? He's like, what are you doing? Don't. Don't do that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Also, the kid. I I, I yeah. have a hard time be- as a parent. I have a hard time believing that. I mean, you know, you want to help your spouse, obviously, but also if your kid's in danger, yeah, the kid is the priority. Yeah. Everyone agrees on that. I don't have a kid, yeah, but I, I thought that too. It's like, how are you not going to make sure that she's okay? Like, priorities, mm. lady. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But she Whatever. had to die for the story to, to continue, so she does. Um, but she wings Krennic in the process. Um, Jin, of course, sees it all because she didn't leave either. Um, but she's not as dumb and doesn't get caught. She runs off to meet Saw. Uh, they take Galen. Um, Saw eventually shows up, picks up Jin from, like, the sewers or something. I like the, mm-hmm. the way they show passage of time. Like, she was down there a long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then title cards. Rogue One. Yep. After that, we uh, we meet Cassian. And we we mentioned this before, but, like, he's a rebel spy, and he's looking for an informant. And, like, just the the dark side of, of this rebellion. Like, we, they were always the heroes, you know. They didn't do anything wrong. They were just the good guys. It was all cut and dry, good and evil. And uh, he's doing some shady stuff. I like you get like a you get a taste of uh, definitely that big you know like hey this is this is like hands get dirty here people yeah. um, and then you also get that I feel like with the Cara Dune character it's like oh yeah she was you know rebellion black ops yeah like she was mm. like she was essentially a rebellion kill squad member yeah. like because yeah. they destroyed they did a genocide on her planet and she was angry as yeah. what it would be. <laughs> Justifiably. <laughs> yes, of course. But man, Diego Luna is so great because even when he does these horrible things, like you see it like taking its toll on like he's not happy about it. He's like disgusted with himself, but like mm-hmm. he knows what he has to do. That just shows what an incredible actor he's so he is. Good. He's so good. And I really I feel like that because there's this weird, like I guess mirroring in a lot of ways between Krennic, oddly, and Cassian. I feel like they're, you know, they're both taking Mm. lives or giving orders to take lives. Like they're both relentless in their drive to get what they need or what their goal is. But the humanity is only seen in Cassian where like, you know, 
Krennic has his good, you know, his good friend's wife gunned down in cold blood, doesn't he? He says, go get the child. It is, you know, they have a child. Go get it. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, not I mean, he blows her. up a whole city in his comedy. Yeah, he doesn't. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's like, no remorse yeah, there. There's no, no remorse. There's no, but, like, questioning what you're doing. Like, am I doing the right thing? Like, they're both true believers in their causes. But, yeah, he's more of a sociopath. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Great point. So, yeah, he, he gets the information from this guy, but he has, like, an injured arm or something. Like, he kills some stormtroopers, and he's like, I can't climb out of here, and he's, like, freaking out. Just the way it's, like, oh, he, like, old yellers, that guy. Oh, <laughs> hey. uh, and just shoots him in the, yeah, it's yeah, going to be fine. Like, Bam, it's okay. shoots him in it's the back. Okay. <laughs> Look at the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the rapids, Lenny. Yeah, Look exactly. at the rapids. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> he he climbs out and escapes. We jump around all uh the first time mm-hmm. I saw this movie, I love the third act. I had problems with the first. Like I get mm-hmm. why they did this, but they jump around so much. But they're mm-hmm. got a lot to establish, I guess. Uh, I'm not really yeah. sure how else they would have done it. But uh mm-hmm. we we mm-hmm. jump to uh Jeddah with Saw and his partisans. Um and Bodhi shows up. He's been sent by by Galen. And man, the partisans and saw his whole group are so fascinating to me because they're essentially terrorists. Like the regular rebellion doesn't even want to mm-hmm. work with them because they have no mm-hmm. regard for civilian. Like they'll just light up a, a a squad of stormtroopers in a crowded market. And they don't care if they kill people. Like, <laughs> whoa! Yeah, I didn't even think those, about that. Yeah, they're they're they are like the furthest bleeding edge of extremists and like they they talk in uh clone wars and they also and they did a little bit i think in, was it in bad batch maybe no it kind of blends together but they talk like how after the clone wars saw become starts down this road of becoming an extremist yeah and when his sister like, dies in the clone wars yeah. that's like the only thing tethering him back to like humanity and then he just goes full Terrorist. He just gets like further and further and further away from everyone else down this road, and he just, which is why at the end, like, yeah, he's he is one hundred percent a terrorist. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. then he, he learned all his guerrilla fighting skills from the Jedi too, which is I think mm-hmm. kind of fascinating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they taught him. Like that's a that's a big commentary on on uh, actual world events. Like. Like the U.S. and the Taliban, and like you know, like our the enemy of our enemy is my friend. But then there are, and we're fighting them. You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot more going on here for mm-hmm. uh, for a kids mm-hmm. kids series. <laughs> yeah, it's very in depth. So uh, they uh, <laughs> they they find Bodhi, and they're like they're just a bunch of pricks, to them, pretty much. <laughs> Just right off the bat. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing here? He's like, no, I'm here. I'm okay. It's okay. I'm supposed yeah. to be here. I defected. And they're like, shut up, bitch. Yeah, they just tag him no, and I... bag him. <laughs> All right. So we captured this guy. No, no, I I, I surrendered. I, I came willingly. I'm yeah. defecting. Okay, cool. So we found him and captured him. <laughs> I love later on when they, like, bring him before Saw, and they're like, oh, he was hiding this, like, in his boot. He's like, no, I gave that to him. He did not find it. <laughs> Rizal <laughs> Med's great in this, by the way. So good. Oh. Yeah, everyone's really good in this. Um, mm-hmm. After that, we move over to Wabani. Uh, Jin, she's just in some like imperial like prison transport. Um, she's all grown up now. Some rebels attack free Jin. She thanks them by beating them with a shovel. 
Congratulations. You are being rescued. Oh, shooting, man. He's so good. K2SO is uh, great. I, I kind of like, I saw that scene. I'm like, yeah, it's a little weird, but I kind of like get where she's coming at. Because at yeah. that point, she's not a soldier. She's a con. Like, yeah. she's just she like, sees her opening. She's are. like, I'm like, out of here. The, like, she's, seeing, she's seeing these guys are getting only her. So it's not just like a general breakout. So essentially, she's being kidnapped. Yeah. And I mean, like, she also doesn't completely know that they're necessarily there for her or for her own good. Like, who knows? Yeah, exactly. right? Like, maybe they're not even right. here for her. And maybe they're just going to kill her next or, you know, or what? Who knows yeah. what they're gonna do with her? Yeah, mm -hmm. all times. But um, yeah, yeah. Alan Tudyk. Oh, he's so good. Uh, then we <laughs> jump again to Yavin Four. They bring uh, Jin in to interrogate her. A lot of questions about her, her papa. They just like coming in hot yeah. on the questions. <laughs> just zero to sixty. No, no. Yeah. Like, hey, you got a fake name? <laughs> yeah, like we we know what's up. We know who you are. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, they basically want to use her because they need to get in. They want to get in contact with Saw, and uh, again, they're not really uh, friendly with him because they don't like what he's doing. They do a good job mm -hmm. of uh, explaining a lot of that in uh, Rebels, the uh, animated series. Like him and Mon Mothma have it out, <laughs> going back and forth, being like, you know, you, you can't do this. <laughs> you gotta. He, this is not how we win. Um, but they both have different ideologies. So they mm -hmm. need her to basically, like, broker a conversation to, to get them through the door, you know, because we saw how they treated Bodhi. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Because um, they I know... that Borg gullet treatment. Borg gullet! <laughs> God. Forrest just... So, uh, they, yeah, they, they know all about uh, <laughs> Bodhi and his information from Galen. Uh, Death Star stuff. She reluctantly agrees, head off to Jeddah, and we get... Jeddah's a war zone. <laughs> That's when we get back on Jetta. Saw just going after it. Lies! Sumption! <laughs> yeah, he's. It's. Okay. I, Lies! I love it. Just, just, just like the, the, the intonation, yeah. The, yeah. the cadence, it's just so baffling, good. yet mesmerizing. It's so good. And he just takes like, a head off his little oxygen thing. Like blue velvet style. <laughs> so good. It's like if, I don't know if you guys ever saw the Magnificent Seven remake, but Vincent D'Onofrio does something very similar in it. Where he kind of talks like this the entire movie. And it's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, that was a little more distracting. This yeah. kind of works. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how he talked. It's also talk. brief enough to not be a problem. And that's also exactly. kind of how he spoke in the, the source material, you know. Because that was an established okay. character in the... In the, I mean, the animated stuff, but... Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And they decide to... Like, they do the... Oh, call it! <laughs> Just this, like, tentacle monster oh, that... This whole thing, like, Is unnecessary. They kind of talk about those, I think, in... Uh, I think in Clone Wars or it's Rebels? I think it was in Rebels. Yeah, it's mentioned so like, some Oh, point. yeah, there's some monster that'll, like, suck your brain out and, like, read your thoughts. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's not real. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. No, that's, like, that's a no, myth. No. But, like it's, they say that yeah. The only downside is it like makes you lose his lose your mind, and like it kind of does. But then when Cassie's just like, "You're the pilot," he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm cool now, guys." 
straight. Yeah, he I, just no, snapped right like, out of it. it uh, I kind of feel like I kind of, I mean, he doesn't like, I get like the snapping out was a little convenient, but I love yeah. the fact that when he does come out of it, the only thing his brain like latches onto it's is being the pilot. Yeah. Right. So like the mm-hmm. ship gets in trouble, like he's on it. He's like, you just, that's how you, you know, he doesn't talk about anything else. He doesn't talk about the, you know, just the mission and like doing things. It just, he saw says it like, like a certainty that, yeah, we'll get mm-hmm. the information, but you, the problem is you lose your mind. And then yeah, you're, you're it basically wasn't like you might lose your mind. Mm, like, yeah. you know, it, it was, was like, a little it's a fact. You just will. And then he just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it didn't need to have, like, you didn't need that thread at all. Like you could have mm-hmm. used that monster and just gotten that what out of him. Like, and not add that other whatever. Just had to be like horribly painful yeah, or yeah. like mildly disfiguring. Yeah, yeah. like I Just get that they're like, trying yeah. to build up this thing that like they'll do whatever it takes, like, yeah. regardless of morals yeah. or ethics. Um, mm. But like, come on. <laughs> uh, I, I think a lot of that comes down to like this movie was kind of a mess. Like, I, I was joking when I said it was directed by Gareth Edwards because it was kind of, but also not. It's no, so nice that cousin Gareth is getting work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no relation. I have no idea. <laughs> that's, that's the last movie he directed was, the, was this in 2016. On IMDb, he has a, a couple other things, like one in production, one in development. But he directed this really amazing indie movie called Monsters with Scoot McNary, where it's like aliens, like, tangent where aliens um uh come to earth but then are just like here and it's really interesting it's really great highly recommend it nice yeah i mean this movie was like the king of stuff that was in the trailers that did not make it into the movie oh so much so much this movie was there's no reason this movie should have worked the way it was like hacked together and like pieced together Mm-hmm. They, they did a lot of reshoots yeah but even so just like finding it it's almost reminiscent of the original star wars where it's just like first editors were fired because it was just like this is nonsense <laughs> like it's just, yeah. none of this works and then marsha lucas came in and fixed it all basically but mm-hmm. which also may be why some of the other star wars movies didn't do as well because she wasn't part of it but that's a whole other thing yeah <laughs> So, uh, moving on from this, uh, Krennic on his ISD orbiting the Death Star. I love how it's like putting the dish in. Like, that thing's fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just finished. <laughs> out the box. Like, I, I, I swear to God, something, I know something's wrong with my brain, but, um, like, seeing that scene, I just hear in my head, all right, keep backing it up there, Charlie. Just yeah. <laughs> some dude with, like, a really thick middle and, you know. The truck beeping. Just, yeah, just, like, cone, safety vest on. You know, it's like, oh, no, the tell, tell the Death Star they got to wait, okay? Just tell them to fire it up later, okay? We got we to get yeah. this inspected. It's union lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a dude at Celebration who was, like, in complete, like, instruction, uh, like, inspector gear, had a hard hat, had, like, a custom vest with, like, uh, it said, you know, building inspector or imperial building inspector or something like that. And he had, like, Death Star plans. And he was, like, you know, talking, you know, about, like, oh, yeah, I found this, like, uh, reactor hole. Um, I got to bring a subcontractor in. We got to have permitting. It's going to be at least two years. <laughs> they do a version <laughs> of that genius. in the Family Guy uh, Star Wars parody. Or they're like, can we just like board it up? Like, we get an es- he's like, yeah, no, we get an estimate. Get an estimate. Don't just get an estimate. Get an estimate. 
So uh, <laughs> he uh, he meets with uh, just like this cursed image of Moff Tarkin because he's mm-hmm. the actor is dead. Actually, he I didn't think in this like was 94. that bad. A lot of people have complained about this. I actually thought this was yeah. Good. I thought it was I thought it was surprisingly passable. Like me, you know, obviously I didn't yeah. you know, pass, but I'm like I'm not. I know how if, yeah. big I, if you know, I how didn't difficult know, this is to pull off. If I didn't know going into it, I don't know if I would have noticed. The one I have a problem with, I think the Leia one at the end looks unbelievably bad. Hmm. At the very yeah, end, I don't you know. know. I think yeah, that looks yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. I thought Tarkin looked pretty good. I, I thought they like, had the benefit with Tarkin of like half the time keeping his face in shadows. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That like makes that, it better. That, that, that definitely is a big like she thing in his just favor. In the bright light, like yeah. that. That one didn't work for me. I was mm. gonna say, either way, you know, they are computer generated. I still thought both of them looked pretty good. I don't mm. know. I was happy with it. I was happy, but yeah. then again, I yeah. So uh, mm. the he he threatened Tarkin threatens him a little bit. Just because the Imperials were a bunch of jerks, I guess. I don't know. Pretty much. I feel like it was just the beginning of him sort of laying the groundwork for taking it away from Krennic. Like, yeah, it's the first little steps. Because if it didn't work, mm-hmm. he was going to throw him under the bus. And if it did, he was just going to steal it, all the credit. Yeah. Yep. But, like, he's also like, you know, you are being successful, but you've had this problem and this problem, so... Yeah, exactly. It's like a lot of lot of shitty bosses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... After that, Jin and crew, they arrive on Jeddah. Um, the Empire is mining the planet for kyber crystals for the Death Star. Cause, so kyber crystals are the small little crystals that are in a lightsaber and power that. Mm-hmm. They basically, you put energy in and they amplify it. Um, that comes out. So, like, you put a little energy in and you, a ton comes out. That's how, that's what powers the Death Star. They have giant ones instead of just, like, these mm-hmm. tiny little ones, like, in a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, Bodhi gets Bogolin and this tentacle <laughs> monster just like makes him go crazy but doesn't I guess they get the information out of him but then they still don't really believe it which is odd mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it, what's, what was the point of doing that whole thing right it's, I, yeah. I feel like it's just sort of like trying to speak to the fact that Saw is insane now he well, is yeah, paranoid he goes, like, on a level that just Colonel is Kurtz. beyond at like the, when he's got Jin right in front of me, he goes, "Is it you?" Yeah, he goes full like, Colonel Kurtz. He's like, "Are you here to kill me?" <laughs> like, like, right? Like, right everything's now. Everyone's a ghost. Everyone he knows has been dead forever. He can hardly believe it. She's there, like, or that Galen is alive and sending him a message. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he is a little PTSD, I'd say. So Jin and Cassian start searching for Saw. Uh, they run into the "You'll be dead" guy from the Cantina in A New Hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just so unnecessary. <laughs> I love the backstory. I don't know if you know the backstory about uh, those guys. Uh, like one of them was a doctor that just like started murdering his patients. <laughs> like it's really oh, dark and messed up. Oh, jeez, yeah. no. Yeah, it's, it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like the like low key old school stories from like the nineties where oh yeah, Dangar's getting married and Boba Fett's his best man. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> it's like the classic definition of a comedy. Everyone gets married and is happy. <laughs> like my, I think my favorite one is uh a comic where uh Boba Fett gets out of the Sarlacc pit 
and like it's taken by like Jawas and like they fight he fights with like Hansel he has like amnesia so he's like on their side for a bit and they get on a on one of their sand crawler and it goes like out of control and then he finally realizes who everyone is and it crashes into the Sarlacc again he's just right back where he was before <laughs> it's like perfect Groundhog comic day. logic where it's just mm-hmm. like everything just reverts back to exactly how it was before the story it's like started. it never happened it's perfect it's mm-hmm. so good <laughs> but uh um, a- after they run into the- this bit of fan service, uh, they meet Chirut. Is that, I don't know how you say his name. Donnie Yen. Chirut. 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 Yeah. Chirut. I, I, Chirut. Chirut. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, like I a think so, blind, right? like monk. Uh, he's Fucking not, badass. Yeah. He's not he like, is. he's not a Jedi or like really a force user, but I believe he's like mildly force sensitive. And like yeah, he gets everything he thought. can out of that, like because he's so mm-hmm. he's so committed and like connected that like he he can get little bits uh, that like a regular Jedi would be able to. But yeah. I feel like it's also mm-hmm. kind of the uh, like in the broader canon, you've got like these varying levels of I guess you know dark side uh, force users. Like you have the Sith Lords, then you have like right. basically you know super soldiers that are force users, but they're not as strong as the Sith. You know, yeah, it works like their way Sith down. Or... Yeah. So like this guy, like they can do a couple of things. Like this guy is somewhere in that hierarchy. He's just kind of like probably lower middle as far as force ability, but mm. you know can still whoop on fifteen dudes with a cane while blind. I also believe like, that ugh. everybody in the universe has like. I never had a problem with the whole Medichlorian thing. Like, that never bothered me. I never really understood why people were bothered by that. Like, it's just quantifying, like, someone's potential power. I don't know. That didn't bug me. But everyone has, like, a certain amount. Like, even people who can't use the Force. So, like, yeah, I think he's just so committed and, like, tapped into it that he gets the most out of even, like, the bare minimum that he might have and is able to. And just, like, man, Donnie Yen is awesome, and he doesn't show up in American movies a lot, but when he does, because he's in the new John Wick movie, and and it's just, like, oh, he's, he's great. So great. Him he's and Blade 2, so good. Oh, yeah! I'm pretty sure he also choreographed the fights, but, like, he's just amazing. Oh, Blade 2? We've, We've done all the Didn't you guys, <laughs> did you guys yeah. do that one? Mm-hmm. We've done um, all the We've done a good two. movie. Blade one and two on the show, and we did a stream on Blade three because it's oh. just a joke. <laughs> Blade three. <laughs> oh so, God! Uh, Blade Trinity. So yeah, he he meets he meets uh, our heroes. Uh, then that's when Sauce Partisans attack this Imperial patrol. Just no regard for civilians, just blowing things up. It's so great. Just like throw off their coats and start just massacring people. Throwing grenades everywhere. It's bad luck. Yeah, it's just chaos. Oh, yeah, complete, just like the speaking to the terrorist thing again. Yeah. Just complete mm-hmm. disregard. Like, the end justifies the means, and there's right. a very low bar for success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I just love how Cassian's doing anything to keep Jen alive. Like, he's shooting Imperials and Partisans alike. He just doesn't care. It's like anyone who's getting mm-hmm. in the way of my mission. Like, he's just as singularly focused as they are but in like a different way like he doesn't care who he kills as long as it gets his job done mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> and the uh the plo Koon looking guy sees him sees him uh shoot one of his guys with like the mask and i love plo Koon. 
one of my all-time favorite members of the Jedi Council. Yeah, I mean, he's the reason we have Ahsoka, who is actually my favorite character in all of Star Wars. He found her. Hmm. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, uh, Jin beats up some stormtroopers, just has, like, an asp. Just like a baton, just beating the crap out of all. Yeah, gets great. out a just gets out a nightstick and just yeah. gets to work. Yeah, it's the, badass. The, the telescoping baton. Badass. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, K two shows Very up. Very brutal. I love how K two or a version of K two shows up and she just guns him down. It's just like you knew that wasn't me, right? She's like, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I uh, I thought it was boring and you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, such great little lines. And then the grenade cat. Yeah, yeah, he just, just like just holds onto it feet. and you can see everyone's just like uh <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't he doesn't stop doing his little shtick. He just <laughs> catches the grenade and murders a bunch of stormtroopers. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I guess I should wait in the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh he uh, then pretends to like take them as prisoners. Um the other it is real bad at it. Yeah, he's taking prisoners to prison. Yes, I'm taking them because they're my prisoners. Yeah. Just like keeps and then he's it. and then he smacks and smacks. Yeah, yeah he backhands Cassie. Just, there's a fresh one if you mouth off again or something like well, that. Well, apparently that was an ad lib too because that's why Diego Luna covers his face because he's laughing. Oh, that's oh good. God. It's so good. Uh, yeah, so the troopers are not buying it. Sure, it shows up and uh, just whoops everybody with a stick. It's so good. The force. I'm I'm with the force, and the force is with me. I'm one of the so force. The force is one with me. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Just the, the choreographing on this fight scene's amazing. Like he's using one guy as like a human shield. He gets peppered with like eighteen blaster bolts. I love how he does like he like kicks up some sand in one guy's face. It's just. Mm-hmm. There's like little bits of the plastoid armor flying off the stormtroopers when he hits them. It's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. So um, good. And he he beats a bunch of them, but then a bunch more show up. That's when uh that's when Baze in his like his like Star Wars minigun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, bad at. Yeah. Oh, it's so like good. Jesse Ventura. But I also love that they mm-hmm. with that opening like gunning down. He does like oh he's he's just as tapped in as Chirrut is. Just with a gun. <laughs> well, see, I don't think he is. Mm. He's like the monk who lost his faith, but he gets it at the very end. He gets it back at the end. Mm-hmm. He's just really good at shooting guns. <laughs> he's because so you know he's good. like laughing at him, the whole, like mocking him. But then, like when when he dies, he starts repeating what he is saying at the end. Mm-hmm. I feel like he found his he refound his faith by the end mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he he. Shoots them all, and then no more stormtroopers, but the remaining partisans grab them all and take them to Saw. Jen meets with Saw, uh, find out she used to, like, fight with him and the partisans, but he basically, like, abandoned her when she was 16 to protect her. He's like, yeah, they were, they were going to find out. a very good reason. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, like, I, I, it's really good because, like, she has, she does a really good job in this scene. Like, when she first sees him, there's, like, happiness of, like, seeing her old friend, but it quickly turns into, like, I'm mad at you because you abandoned me. Or at least me. I'm telling myself I'm mad at you yeah, like I'm supposed to be. Like, that's what I've worked myself up to for years. Yeah, but her facial expression is just, like, one of, like, 
like almost excitement, mm-hmm. happiness, or joy, just but relief. it just quickly turns to like, her mm-hmm. yelling at him. Um, re- really good job by her. Um, <laughs> the uh, the that's when yeah, that's when Saw's just like really find out he's off the reservation. Real full Colonel Kurtz. Yeah. Um, Empire shows up with the Death Star. They uh, they're gonna they're just gonna do a test on Jetta. Not gonna blow just up the t- whole planet. Just a test. Just, one. They're just gonna blow. Yeah, a little one. It's gonna just a blow little, a little single guy. reactor ignition. Just a little eensy one. Tiny little mm-hmm. guy. Single uh, reactor ignition. Yeah. Uh, uh, so not even, not even warming it up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no need. So I plays a message shot. from uh from Galen in front of Jin. Um. I love uh, when they like quick cut in the like shot to show just how fast it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he in her reaction to this little hologram is great too because she's just like losing it. Uh, mm-hmm. He he tells her uh, he tells him that he put a weakness in the system. He's like, I, I realized that like there was nothing. If I didn't do it, they would have found someone else who could. Uh, so my only chance was to like basically sabotage it from within. Yeah. Just play, just play along. And yeah, then, play my part. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like the plans that he like. You need to find the actual like schematics of the station uh, to find this. Like, figure out how to exploit this weakness, and they're on Scarif, so like you gotta go there. That's when the Death Star fires. Oh. <laughs> I love the sound of it. Like the it's like right before it fires, you get it's almost like a powering down sound. It's like. But, but that's mm-hmm. when the, the big thing happens. It's such a weird choice, but it's so good. Just all the sound effects and and everything in this universe, it's pretty amazing. Tom, I think you're muted again. We can't hear you. Yeah, the, the guy who did all the, the sound work, uh, I can't remember his name, but he, he like, created all of the stuff just, like, by finding things in the wild, like with his little tape recorder and microphone, just mm-hmm. like looking wires and like getting animals or something. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just, Can you that hear just me? Show- yep, you're back. There you go. Yeah. That's just the amazing thing about Foley artists too. And it's just like, Hey, um, we did this by running a razor blade on a guitar string. And yeah. it's, you know, it's the sound of like lightsabers. And I mean, it's like Star so Wars recognizable. doesn't work without, the sound effects that he created. Like, I, mm-hmm. I truly mm-hmm. believe that. Like, without that, it's just, like, whatever. It's there's just yeah. something about it. It's so good. It's yeah. I, I feel like it's, like, the... It's part of that really deeply layered texture that Star Wars has that, yeah. like, you don't get with Star Trek because everything's so clean and uniform. But right. yeah. this is just Well, that's why I didn't like views. the prequels when they first came out because everything was too clean and, like, perfect. And, like, I get that's what they're going for. Um, mm-hmm. But I love this. The, the Republic. In, I love the lived-in feeling of just like these these ships are all like pieced together, like they they're just doing whatever they can. They're all a bunch of mm-hmm. pieces of junk. These were bought like, at the police auction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and like they didn't have uh, engines for this, so they just like put another one on because it just to make it work, like to, just to get by. That's why. That's why Star Wars Land is so awesome because yeah it has that it has that great like lived in feel and it's also just just the sound effects as you move through it like you guys were talking about just like the animal sounds the sounds you can stand in one place and the sound moves through the space as the spaceship's taking off like it's just bananas Mm -hmm. i i want to go there so badly like i've 
I remember, uh, like, I've gone to Harry Potter World. Like, I, I've never, I've seen, like, part of the first one. Like, I don't care about Harry Potter. Like, if you love it, great, mm-hmm. good on mm-hmm. you. Just, I never got mm-hmm. into it. And I've been there mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. times. And even not being a fan, I was like, okay, this is, like, really cool. I wish something I cared about that much had a thing like that. And now there is, but I need to go. I'm going to spend yeah. so much Let's make some time for the three of us to go. Buy lightsabers and uh, everything. That would be, ah, uh, that would Let's be amazing. Let's make some time. I, yeah, I can use my can, pass. <laughs> I have a pass, so we can like, I used get to have that in stuff. Florida, too, because it was like, yeah. if you go once a year, like, it's like $5 it more pays for, for like itself. a year pass, so you basically have to go twice mm-hmm. and you're fine. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more expensive now, and, and you know, but it's uh, still like, if, if you go like once a month, you're fine. Like, yeah, twice a month. Three, I want to you know, just buy myself some mm-hmm. lightsabers uh, and have some banta milk or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, they had like the butter beer with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. one time with a friend of mine, and uh, his wife is like eighty pounds, and she was like the most pregnant person ever. It, like it looked like like uh, like in Fast and the Furious when uh, the when. Uh, she's pregnant and it's just like clearly a beach ball in her, under her shirt, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She looked yeah, yeah. like that. And, uh, she was, we were in line for a roller coaster. Like she was just standing there waiting with us. She wasn't actually going to go on it. So it's like this mm-hmm. absurdly pregnant woman in line for a roller coaster. And she was holding like a butter beer, which looks like beer <laughs> and mm-hmm. drinking out of it. And people were just like <laughs> side eyeing us. Like we were just <laughs> waiting for someone. Cause it just looked like the most irresponsible thing in the world. <laughs> Uh, butter beer, delicious though. It was good. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so, so yeah, they they fire on them. Uh, Happy four twenty. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh yeah. <laughs> K two. Uh, he's like, hey, yeah. There's no horizon anymore. I'm gonna come pick you up. <laughs> Things are bad out here. We gotta go. Yeah. Comes uh comes to pick them all up. Saw so just stays because whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The thing that always can so yeah. The pickup scene where, like, everyone gets on the ship and then it's, like, 30 seconds before it takes off. Like, did he put it in park? Did he turn it off? What's going on? Like, why did he even stop moving? Like, why was there, like, come on. You see, like, you're the one who told everyone things were bad. Why did you put... Why'd you land? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a a quick pickup. That's (laughs) that's a moving pickup. Yeah. But whatever. They barely escape hyperspace. Uh Cassian, he he's been told. Like, we didn't talk about Saw's death here. I thought we all had thoughts yeah, on this. He's just, uh, yeah, like, yeah. He's just I like I'm like, done I, running. Uh, like I, mean, yeah, I sort of get odd. it. He's got like no limbs. He's like, obviously an addict. Yeah, like, he's the, like, the yeah, mass he's basically thing. Like his with, like, brain is addled. I think he can recognize that. Yeah, he's got one appendage left or something like that. Like I mean, yeah. his legs are gone. I think one of his arms gone. He's probably like basically Vader. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, that can't be fun. Yeah, but still, mm-hmm. like, he's just, like, I, I mean, I guess I, I can accept that he was just tired of fighting and, like, was just done. But also, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, would you want to, like, go out, like, sacrificing yourself, blowing up some sort of ship or something? Yeah, you know, like, that just seemed like a weird way to go out. Yeah. I mean, he got the message to Jen and yeah. did everything he could to get her out. He just gave up, though, which yeah. seemed out of character. Well, he also probably knew he couldn't have. Remember how slow he was moving? Like, it's possible. By the time yeah. they figured it out, like he probably knew, like I'm not going to get to the door. Yeah, I mean, he could have just been like, mm. "I'll slow you down." Like, just throw a line yeah. out. Yeah, 
like you can't get out with me because I'm too slow or you know, yeah, really easy. Yeah, whatever. I guess that. Yeah, sure, sure. Whatever. <laughs> so uh, uh, Cassian, he knows uh, where to find Galen because uh, Bodhi told him while they're after he like brought him back from when they became prison buds. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love how Baze just like wants to kill him. <laughs> You're a pilot, I kill you. He's like, no, 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 chill, bro. chill, chill, man. Be cool, be cool, be cool, honey, buddy. That's your own assistant. Tell that to be cool. Sheriff's like, sit down, just shut up. Oh, you forgot the big line. You forgot the big. Save the rebellion. Save the dream. Yeah. Save the dream. <laughs> I also love in Star Wars where uh, just shooting a control panel either opens or closes a door, depending on whichever one the hero needs at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how Baze gets them out. Um, so, yeah, they, they go off to, to go to find her father. Um, that's when Tarkin steals the Death Star from Krennic, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I love when he just starts yelling, when Krennic starts yelling. He's so upset. Amidst my achievement. Yeah, my achievement. He's, I love that actor, Ben Mendelsohn. So, Everything so I see good. him, and he's so good. He he's is so, so good. good. Um, so uh, Cassian's been like in contact with the Rebel High Command, and they're like, "Yeah, uh, just go kill Galen." <laughs> yeah. Okay. A bunch of pricks. Yeah, uh, you find seriously. him, kill him. Hey, yeah. so we're going to go find him on Edu? What should we do? Stick to the orders I gave you. Yeah, like, maybe he could be useful. Whatever, fine. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Too high a risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys. Not uh, willing yeah. to take a chance. Yep. Uh, so they arrive on Edu. Uh, Jen, she goes off to, like, try and save her dad. Cassian is just, like, going to snipe him from a cliff. <laughs> like how K2 just sells his, his ass out real quick. It's like, well, his uh, weapon was in sniper configuration. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he's a droid. He doesn't have no social niceties. <laughs> no tact. Yeah. Like, that's your boy, that man. Is, or he just wants to be involved. Yeah. That, too. Doesn't seem I think to, he does want to be involved. Yeah. Maybe he does, he likes Jin at that point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they both go off on their, their, their ways and uh, – that's when the rebels send in a bunch of X-wings because they're just like, yeah, we got to make sure this is done. <laughs> yeah, we Bomb can't strike. trust. Yeah, oh, just blow it up. So good. Um, Krennic shows up and confronts Galen. He's like, I know there's a traitor in our midst. You know, he's like, I'm gonna kill all these, all your engineers, all your buddies. Um, Galen confesses. He just shoots them all, anyways. <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's like we've talked about on the show. You know they're bad. When they killed their yeah. own men, yeah, that's that's a so great like, yeah. bad guy trope. Like you know how bad they are, mm-hmm. they just they just shoot their own men. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's just I feel like it's you know Krennic throwing a tantrum. Like that's what it is. Just he's oh, yeah. so angry, but it also is like oh here's one more little thing that Krennic's done that is erasing the trail of the weakness. Like mm-hmm. anyone who would be familiar enough with the system that he, you know, Urso was overseeing that maybe yeah. could have spotted it is now dead. Yeah. And he's just such yeah. a sociopath yeah. that they no longer have any use to him. So who cares? Just off. Mm-hmm. They don't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cassian, he has the shot, but doesn't take it. Um, 
Jin gets up to the platform. I like how she just like throws that first stormtrooper off. <laughs> almost get the Wilhelm scream. Like, yeah, almost. I know. I yeah. thought it was, but it wasn't. <laughs> I mm. love the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> this makes me feel alive. It's so good. Um, it does. Uh, Jin gets up there, um, but before she can get to dear old dad, Rebel Attack comes in. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, I just love a good X-Wing, like the sounds of them and everything. It's so good. Yeah. Krennic, he escapes. Uh, Galen, he's like mortally wounded. Uh, he has a quick chat with Jin before he croaks. Cassian grabs oh, her. And, yeah. uh, they, 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 they piss off and get out of there. Go back to, to Yavin 4. Tell the mm-hmm. Alliance like, everything they've learned. Because unfortunately, yeah. she didn't grab the, uh, the, the message. So The recording. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsies. Yeah, maybe that could have helped, but... Sure, she didn't. Uh, then this whole scene doesn't really make a lot of sense other than they just really wanted to put Darth Vader in because Krennic shows up mm-hmm. to Mustafar to see Vader. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, like to be like, Tarkin stole this from me. Like, you're going to help me? And he's like, piss off, dude. Like, uh, you think I'm this is actually you? our <laughs> this is our scenery too, by the way. But like, what did he think Vader was going to do? Be like, oh, yeah, you're right, dude. I, I got your back. Like, no, <laughs> he didn't care no. about you. It's like, stop being a little diaper baby. Yeah, like. exactly. yeah. I mean, like, I, I, he is being a little diaper baby for sure, but he goes in and he's just like, I am good at my job and I need that recognized. And yeah. Vader's like, okay, mm-hmm. you want that? Yeah. Go fix your mistake. Yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't know Vader at all because anyone who challenges, like, Vader for, like, like good things from the Emperor, like, he just mm-hmm. offs them. Like, yeah. anytime, like, there's any type of threat that someone could usurp him or, like, become the Emperor's favorite, he just kills him. So, like, mm. what, are you, yeah. what are you thinking, dude? <laughs> uh, should we do this as our scene read, Tom? Oh, get it! You Let's, ready? Let us. Okay. Hang on one second, one second. Mm-hmm. I had it pulled up, but it closed. So, yeah, you're, Tom will be reading Vader, and I'll be reading Krennic. Which I thought it was Kredic with a D the whole time. And then mm-hmm. I was like, nope, it's actually Krennic. Yep. That's Action. Star Wars names. <clears throat> Whenever you're ready. Director Krennic. Lord Vader. You seem unsettled. No, just pressed for time. There's a great many things to attend to. My apologies. Do you have... Sorry, you do have a great many things to explain. I delivered the weapon the Emperor requested. I deserve an audience to make certain that he understands its remarkable... potential. Its power to create problems has certainly been confirmed. A city destroyed, an Imperial facility openly attacked. It was Governor Tarkin that suggested the test. You were not summoned here to grovel, Director Krennic. No. There is no Death Star. The Senate has been informed that Jeddah was destroyed in a mining disaster. Yes, my lord. I expect you not to rest until you can assure the Emperor that Galen Erso has not compromised this weapon in any way. So I'm still in command. You'll speak to the Emperor about 
Be careful not to choke on your aspirations, director. <laughs> just Vader <laughs> making a little joke. <laughs> just a little pun. Just a little pun. <laughs> Which, did you see James like, Earl Jones finally retired from Darth Vader? He's yeah. not going to do the voice anymore? I did. I love... <laughs> It's like, come on, you, you got to have fun where you can at work, right? Like, <laughs> just, yeah. like, what, like he has his stormtrooper, like, one color guy, and it's like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> just fist bumps him on the way out. <laughs> just like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a pretty miserable existence. It's, he just, like, sits in a back-to-tank with tubes out of him with no limbs mm-hmm. <laughs> for the most part. Mm-hmm. Psychically wandering existence. Yep. It's horrible. <laughs> so uh, they they go back to Yavin 4 and plead their case to, like, the Alliance Council. Uh, they're a bunch of scaredy cats. They, they don't want to. They're like, nah, we're not, we're not doing anything. Like, we, we, we're mm. going to <laughs> We're not having this. Um, yeah, so, the, like, they, I feel like it's the, like, oh, yeah, they're not playing to win. They're just, you know, playing to stay alive. Yeah, they're scared because mm-hmm. it's like they, they haven't really confronted the Empire and, like, open war really it's just been a lot of like hit and run stuff and like like this is a big step and everyone's kind of afraid <laughs> um on a whole new scale yeah exactly it's and, huge and they they pull their thanos at, at you know fine i'll do it myself <laughs> and they they grab like a bunch of her jid's crew like our, our normal guys and a handful of other rebels are like let's 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 go into scarif Diego Luna does a great, great little monologue about like mm-hmm. I have done horrible, horrible things. <laughs> it can't be for nothing. <laughs> like we gotta mm-hmm. finish this. Like I need to be able to tell myself that I did this for a good reason. Yeah, like he's gotta like justify. I gotta it all do the right to thing. Himself. Gotta do the right mm-hmm. thing. Love it. Uh, he's almost like talking to himself more than her or anybody else at that point. It's just really great by him. Another amazing scene of just him being amazing yeah he's so good mm-hmm. um they take off and uh we get the title of the movie it's like what's your call sign he's like rogue rogue one a star wars story like every time that happens <laughs> every time something like that happens my wife and i are like oh yeah got it i love it i love it so they uh they make their way in like a stolen imperial shuttle uh, to Scarif, they they give a little code. It's fine. They get through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, okay, two's like yeah. They if it doesn't work, we'll just get blasted into space. And he's like, and everyone will die. He's like, I won't. <laughs> he's like, I'll be fine. <laughs> I can survive in space. <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> if we're talking seriously, just about vacuum, I'm good. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's very reminiscent of uh, Return of the Jedi. It's like, it's an older code, but I was about to clear them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that should not, that should maybe raise some alarms, but whatever, fine. Mm. Bureaucracy, uh, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they get through the gate, and Chin gives a really terrible pump-up speech. She's just basically like, yeah, we'll try, and maybe you will, maybe we won't. Like, either it works or Give doesn't. Give the old college try. <laughs> like, yeah. right. We'll try until we die, lose try. and die. Like, ready team. Mm-hmm. It's going to be do it or die trying. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Full 50 cents. Probably just die. 
So. Guys, this may have been a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we turn around? Yeah, man. Was, I don't know. We've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Is anybody else hot? Like, yeah. is it hot in here? You know what? We're here. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. We're here. Let's do it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> We've come this far. Yeah. Let's hear it. Despite this terrible speech, um, they're still all in. They land, start enacting their plan. Uh, her and Cassian and K2 are going to, like, go in and get the plans while all the other Rebel Pathfinders are going to, like, set up bombs everywhere and like, basically cause chaos uh, to, mm. just, as a distraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Krennic, he also arrives on Scarif at about this time. Uh, Jin, Cassie, and K2 make their way inside. Um, all the others are fanning out everywhere. They set off their explosions. Uh, <laughs> I love I love Krennic just, like, standing in the Overwatch and, like, when the explosions go off all over the place, everyone just looks at him. Are you blind? <laughs> Boy, the garrison! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like it's it's like one of those things. Like these are all bureaucrats that work at a library. Yeah, and this is like, like mm-hmm. you know, these are they're in the military. They're in the military, yes, but these are people who have literally never seen anything happen. And then all of a sudden, a very high ranking, you know, military project director is in the room, and they're like, "Well, we got to do what he says," because I've never done anything on my own before. Yeah, yeah and Scarif oh, wow. is also yeah. considered like. Like a, a place people want to be deployed because it's beautiful there and no one ever sees any action. It's like where people yeah. who are about to retire it's go in to the Air like, Force in Hawaii. Yeah, it's like to go live out till they get their pension. Like they just put their feet up on the beach. Like it's just like a it's like a cushy <laughs> cushy spot. So no one's like mm-hmm. ready for actual action or anything yeah. to happen. Oh, I didn't even think about it that way. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there's a wet, there's a Navy weapons depot in Seal Beach, California. It's gorgeous there. There's yeah. a base. I'm pretty sure it's not a pretty desirable post. Yeah. Plus, yeah. they have this giant shield gate and like star destroyers up above. Like, what do we have to worry about? Nothing's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Uh, back on Yavin Four, uh, the rebels start to get word that this attack happened, and they they finally wake up. Like Admiral Radis takes off in the profundity, and uh, and General. Merrick and everybody, they, they they go join the fight. Let's get to work. Love it. <laughs> Jen and her crew. By the way, what? Y-Wing for life. Uh, I love a good Y-Wing. BTL Y-Wing. <laughs> That's one thing I love about the, Unbeatable. the Clone Wars, where you see it before it was, like, looking all Turned junky. into a junk, yeah. a junker. Like yeah. they, they took all the panels off. It. Like, it looked... I was like... Oh, it looks that terrible. Look Get that out of here. Yeah, it looks terrible, but like, <laughs> it also makes sense. It's like, oh, totally. And like, definitely I, I just like, oh, that's definitely that. that's the Republic version. And then we yeah, have when the they were brand new, version. and then these yeah. were just like afterthoughts, like getting ready to be scrapped, and then they just took things off. It's like a someone so buying a like a mall crawler Jeep Wrangler and then actually like building it out. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind just, of thing. Oh, just like it's so great. Yeah. Taking the you know whatever like putting new things on that explode. Like yeah, and they even have like in world logic of why like they took the the panels off like not one reason because it made it faster because less weight and another was because they broke down so much because they're old so it made it easier to get in to like fix mm-hmm. stuff. They didn't have to take yeah, things off all reasons. the time. It's Mm-mm. so good, so good. So. Uh, they uh they they make their Jin and crew make their way into the data vault, start searching for the plans. Um, outside, uh, the the little Pathfinder group they're they're not doing so hot because the ATATs show up. No one ever expects the Walker. Yeah, and like just, always, 
like no he match. had a little dirty alley in the beginning of the movie. Cassie and Andor guns down two dudes, and like all of a sudden, nah, nah, nah. yeah, there's just no match for that armor. Uh, I, I love how Baze like fires a like bazooka rocket launcher at him, and it just like <laughs> just shrugs it off. <laughs> oh, so that good. was so cool! Just like it literally had the shot. posture of the fuck. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> yeah, really you did that to me. <laughs> Are you serious? So good. And it looks like curtains for the good guys. But that's when, that's why I'm wearing blue. General American Blue Squadron make their way through the shield gate. Well, some of them do. Heroes. Yeah. Uh, All of them. Yeah, some of them, yeah, they crash in. I I always, I love a good, like, crashing into a shield uh, shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they rolled the dice, man. They were in it for the mission, and they gave it their all, literally. Love it. Uh, he, uh, He gets in. And they just lay waste to the armor because they're they're they they have strong enough weapons to just yeah. tear them up, which is great. They uh, I love that there is that like clear disparity in the universe. Like if you have something rated for space combat, yeah. it is going to be so much better than everything that's rated for planet side combat only. Yep. Yeah, because their little weapons don't do anything to them, but. Yeah. Or even like an ATAT, which is a giant walking, like essentially base that's armor and guns, and they're like, oh yeah, no, it's just the X wings meant to blow through a star destroyer. So you know, yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good. They uh, they also find out they can't communicate with the fleet unless they hook up to some master switch MacGuffin thing. Yeah, pretty <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah, um, fleet outside up up in space. They try to attack the shield gate, but like just not happening it's just too well armed armored and like they, they can't do anything about it uh, i also love i love little things and this is a little thing but they show how they show red five getting blasted out of the sky uh so that that call signs available for luke to be red five and yeah like they make yeah. a point to show that mm-hmm. he's dead and that that spot's open mm-hmm. <laughs> for the little farm boy mm-hmm. <laughs> so Bodhi, uh, he's trying to, like, hook up to this whatever switch, and he gets stuck, of course, um, having a real hard time. They Inside, they find Project Stardust, which is what Stardust is what Galen called Jin. So she's like, that's the one. That's the one we need. That's, I know because like, it's me. Maybe he could have, like, said that. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. if he named it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Information that could have helped. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Also, uh, did Krennic never hear him call his daughter that if they were, like, tight? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but also, like, let him, let the baby have his bottle. Like, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's what he was thinking. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so, K2- Or also, he may... Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, maybe he just never had any idea that Galen would steal it. And he's like, oh, Stardust, well, named I mean. after his daughter. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's like, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. that's... Look at this pathetic yeah, exactly. son of a like, gun. Just let him have Sad it. about his <laughs> like, kid. Uh, yeah, like, what, yeah, what are they right. going to do? How can this ever Pussy. come back to get me? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, K2 just holding off the stormtroopers. Oh, uh, brutal. Like, brutal. That's <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. He shuts the vault door and just... The way he just goodbye. bashes the... Yeah, goodbye, and he bashes the so controls. Good. As he's just getting peppered with blaster bolts. Oh, man. So, he he also tells them that uh, they can only... Tra- the data file's too big, so they can only transmit the plans if the shield gate opens. 
So mm-hmm. they need to get that switch so they can communicate just in general to tell them to uh, they have to take out the shield gate. And he dies. Mm-hmm. Bodhi makes his way back to the shuttle and uh, plugs in, tells the fleet what needs to happen. Uh, and they, they, they need to throw that master switch. Um, but they're all, like, pinned down, which is great. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love that scene of them all, like, running to, like, cover and just, like, getting mowed down. The battle the battle scenes are so, so great. This is, they have such a great, like, World War II Pacific theater, like, feel yeah. to them. Just, yep. like, the running yep. through the beaches mm-hmm. and just, like, I mean, it's so well done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the Ugh. Battle of Hoth was the best ground battle uh, before this, but this mm-hmm. wins mm-hmm. and. Uh, Return of the yeah. Jedi was the best fleet battle until the or space battle until this. Like it, it mm-hmm. the, I, I love the third act of this movie. It's just so great. It's so, so good. good. It's just chaos so and it's just like jumping back and forth. Yeah. Um. So they're all pinned down. Just like I love the one guy's just like I'll go get it, and he just immediately gets shot. <laughs> like, yeah, you brave. <laughs> you're you're dead though. Sorry. Yeah, it's like just all everyone's there like, yeah, we're we're getting it done. I'm going. Bye. Yeah. And then like the commander mm-hmm. just like he had gotten shot and like they're trying to talk to him. And he's just slumped over. He just died <laughs> like in the Oof. corner. Like, so everything's a mess. Uh, uh, that's when Jin and Cassie start to like climb up because they were using like one of the claw games to try to like pick up the thing. But it like broke or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Keep talking. I'll be right yeah. back. And uh, one of the things I love most about action movies is everyone has uh tremendous grip like you, you jump on oh something yeah everyone you, can, yeah. everyone can hold up their own weight plus two other people yeah. at any With just given like time. four fingers which yeah like, is the most impossible thing ever you couldn't even support yourself doing that yeah but, it's like like it's like everyone's gone through that navy seal basic like where you have to be able to do like 150 pull-ups with just yeah. your like you know eight fingers and like crap now yeah grip grip is the most underrated uh part of an action movie <laughs> yeah yeah so, so you got like those that oh, that uh, like cliffhanger, just like yeah, that's what it's I mean. Just a celebration of grip. That's all it is. Every <laughs> just, every action movie is like that. It's, it's, we just accept it's, that that's the yeah, thing, and it's fine. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to know what your thoughts were on the like giant tape uh, yeah. memory thing, the like Betamax tape that they had that has everything. Mm-hmm. I mean. Because I heard a really cool explanation. I was just wondering if you'd heard the same one. I hadn't heard or... an explanation, but that that makes me think of... So, this is a tangent. Uh, so, the... Like, I know these movies were started in, like, the 70s, so, like, technology was, you know... Mm-hmm. They didn't know what it was like today, so they, they don't have... They have, like, big CRT monitors and like things like that. I, I always thought that it was in-world that it was because... Like this is this is way back. So the the people who were in charge of the galaxy before were like they were cottons, and they were like this bug eyed like species that came up with all this technology like hyper drives and everything. And mm. they then when they got overthrown or got extinct because they got cut off from the force for whatever this whole other thing. Um, then like humanity and all the other different species like had all this technology and like reverse engineered it, but they never really understood it because they didn't. Yeah. They didn't create mm-hmm. it, so so th- in some ways they were hyper advanced, but in others they were still like back like in the Stone Age kind of you know because they didn't really yeah. create these things, but they just kind of had them because a greater culture, greater uh, sect of 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 uh, uh, species created it, and they just got it from them. 
Yeah, it's interesting to have, you know, that like, like basically a, a third world country, but then they're like bringing water in, but it's on this, you know, floating hovercraft. Yeah, there's of. all it's, these different technologies yeah. that they did. They weren't capable of creating themselves. They just kind of mm-hmm. fell in their laps. So it's like, I mean, it's a great in-universe way to explain why things like, Look old. Yeah, like it makes absolute like in Mandalorian it makes absolutely zero sense that an R2 unit or an R astromech droid would be a boatman, but it definitely feels like something that some dude with a couple of weekends left to him, you know, to keep himself busy exactly. would do in his garage. Yeah. Cuz right. they just like reverse engineered mm. everything. Like it, it was all He's there like, oh, and they just like some arms and legs out. off this other guy and that guy can't his wheels are all right let's see what i can do yeah, it's how i learned calculus mm-hmm. in uh college because i didn't take pre-calc i remember mm-hmm. i had to take calc for business my last year and I, first day they're like so we assume everyone's taking pre-calc and i'm like oh no <laughs> so i i reverse engineered every i'd take the problems in the back of the book and get the answer and i'd reverse engineer it to figure out like oh i didn't nice. actually learn calculus nice. <laughs> i didn't know what i was doing but i i learned enough to be able to get like a c plus in it or whatever i got whatever you just needed. to get by <laughs> that's that's well, kind of what they're doing in this universe yeah i'll just say the uh the like the big clonky tape thing i don't know i can't remember where i heard this it's not my idea it's somebody else's i don't know if this was actually like a concept they were working from but if you look at like air like real life air traffic control towers the tech that's up there and is used to like organize planes around the world is like decades old but it's the same way dirty as hell i work in finance and like some of the most powerful tools like trading tools they're like dos like they're just they, they yeah, don't function just, prop like the way that anything should that's mm, taking on the type of things that mm-hmm. it's taking on and well, like, can oh. control of. Like, yeah, so you have this, like, the entire world's, like, the entire world's flight, you know, scheduling is controlled by a computer system that is decades old, yep. but nobody can figure out a system that'll work as well. And mm-hmm. it's still robust enough to keep working. So, like, yeah. one company yeah. keeps producing the parts or whatever, but, like, that's it. But you have these, you know, I guess in the case of Rogue One, this super sturdy, very kind of out of date but reliable tech. And yeah. you need to make sure that you have long-term data storage for something as immense as the Death Star. Like, you don't want that to go, you know, you want to back that up. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah. you know, you're, you're buying the good stuff. You're getting the things like, okay, I know this thing is, like, four times bigger than that other thing. But I also know I can shoot this with a gun and it will not break. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, like, true. That, like that, that was the yeah. explanation because I'm like, what's, what, what was up with that? That was ridiculous. Like, you know, USB stick. What's going on? Yeah. And then like somebody explained that books. to me. And I was just like, oh, that's so uses. much cooler. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. <laughs> so, uh, okay. They, they, they're they climbing up to, to go get it. And uh, Krennic's just like, enough of this. He grabs a couple of his little troopers. They, they, they show up, start blasting at him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back on the ground. Sure, he he just walks into oncoming blaster fire while he's chanting. Mm-hmm. Just so good, just like <sighs> so good. It's great. Mm-hmm. Makes it to the switch. I feel like Stallone, like, could look at that sn- that snarl, the scowl, and be like, he gets it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he gets it. This guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> So he makes it to the switch, throws it. Uh, meanwhile, Cassian gets hit, falls off, 
Jin continues to climb. Uh, then Shira gets just blown up. And that's when Baze finds his faith again because he goes runs out, I, which I didn't notice until this last time watching it. Mm-hmm. But I think that's yeah, what happened that, there because it was that just like hard. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I kind of always felt like throughout the thing, like, nah, he's with charity. He's not going anywhere. Like, he's this guy's still like committed. He's just mad, and so he's like trying to like yeah. deny it to himself. Yeah, he like lost mm-hmm. his faith, and then he gets it back there, which I thought was an, a really cool moment because I just didn't mm-hmm. notice it before, and I've seen this movie a million times. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, because then he starts doing the chant like he was, you know, just shooting everybody, but he's he's saying the same thing, like he's back with it. Um, out yep. in space. He was where he needed to be. Yep, out in space. I love how they, they had, like, old, old footage from, like, Gold Squadron and, like, Red Red Squadron, mm-hmm. and they just got to use. So like, good. We got Tyree mm-hmm. and Hutch and all the Y-Wing guys again, <laughs> which is great. They uh, they go on a, a tack run on one of the ISDs, some ion torpedoes, disable that thing. Uh, God, the hammerhead, the scene. That was so oh, cool. So- Oh, yep. oh, love that. It's just like, like, hey, I got an idea. Yep. Because Bodhi had called <laughs> him. He, he got it's through. Like, starts coming, it's like, if they'd freeze frame and go, those Duke boys, I would have believed it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Because <laughs> Bodhi got the message out that they had to take the, th- the shield down. And that's how Admiral Raddus decides to do it. Calls in the Hammerhead Corvette Lightmaker from reserve because it was damaged. So it was in the back. And with a skeleton crew, they eject all the the uh, escape pods with everyone except for just the couple couple crew members in the bridge and just ram it like a tugboat. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. so good. So good. That's one of those things I like with the Rebellion where they have to, like, repurpose ships that are not purpose-built. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. for military stuff. Like, oh, yeah, that's a cargo ship. Or, like, yeah, like, that's a medical frigate that we've had to turn into a basically moving refugee camp or, like, whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, that actually is a tugboat. Let's use it like a tugboat. Yeah. Hammerhead <laughs> Corvettes are from, like, Old Republic type. Yeah. Like, way back. Like they Actually, there's an episode of Rebels where they steal the three Hammerhead Corvettes um, mm-hmm. that I remember used that one. in that battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Leia Organa comes to Lothal and has like the three like that's how they st- like provide ships to the to the rebellion. They like pretend like they're getting stolen from them because mm-hmm. like, they can't just mm. openly give them out. That, so that was a nice little connectivity. Uh, oh my god! Just the way it oh, it just the crunch it just it yeah. just shears off the top of it is so good. Oh, I love it. I love it. So much. So it takes that out and crashes into the the shield gate. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Jin, she's escaped from that facility with the plans. Baze also dies in an explosion. Who? Uh, Baze. Uh, Yeah. I like that shot, too, how it's of his face, and And then you just see the bomb and the fire just go off behind him. him. Yeah. It's really good, and he's just at peace with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, all the while, Jin, she reaches, like, top of this tower to, uh, transmit the plans. But before she can, Ty Reaper flies in, shoots up the little catwalk she's on. Uh, she crawls up, Krennic shows up, too, does his little villain speech, because, you know, they have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, so before you can shoot her, Cassian, he shows up, blasts him. Again, another mirroring between the two of them. The yep. relentless mm-hmm. drive to get to the top and finish it. Yep. Uh, shields down. They transmit the plans. 
Uh, as this is happening, Tarkin shows up with the Death Star. That's mm-hmm. a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, did, he does another single reactor ignition on Scarif, which uh, just no regard for all the Imperials that are down there. He's got, the bad guy is. I mean, like he's he's always been like he's always the Emperor's like non force using bag man and like, you know, fixer kind of t- dude. And so like, oh, we need to get rid of every single trace because the Senate can come here and look at the library and yeah, all right. I mean, I got the Death Star now. I don't care about yeah. those guys. I mean, their mm-hmm. their whole idea with the Death Star was the whole Tarkin doctrine where it's just like fear. It's, it's, the only thing they're trying to do is just make yeah. everyone too yeah. afraid to to rebel. Is it is it terror or is it peace? Got to start someplace. Exactly. Oh yeah. So uh, they get ready to fire. Uh, the rebel fleet has the has the plans. They go to escape into hyperspace, but Vader and his oh, such a good scene. Whoa! And the Devastator show up and uh, cut Take off the it! retreat. Take it! Uh, like, I, when he just reaches through the door, I was. I remember seeing that in the theater. My jaw was just, like, dropped. Oh, yeah. That I was, was like, like I was gripping the arms. I was, like, leaning forward, just like, oh, God. Just mm. such I a love, great scene. I love how some of the ships escape, but then mm-hmm. he, the Devastator shows up, and, like, that little MC-80 crashes right into him. Like, they're just like, oh, no, we didn't all get away. Yeah, and unfortunately, Radish ship the profundity. It's all like disabled, so it it can't escape. Um, but yeah, then on the surface, Jin and Cassian just wait for the inevitable on the beach. I'm really uh, glad they didn't kiss here. Like, yeah. Oh no, yeah, that would have been it, so wrong. Like, just yeah. so wrong. But that's like it looked what, like they were gonna. Yeah, yeah, that's like what you do. Like, it's dumb, but yeah. that's just what. I don't think yeah. like that. I never got the like vibe that they were gonna kiss at any point in that no, scene. But that's I the figured kind of like thing it was they just like into a movie like that, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why like I mean, great movie. This didn't because that was not even like on the table. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I, I love, really yeah. They just hug and are atomized. And one of my favorite parts of the movie is if you look at Cassian's face right before they get hit by it, his eyes just go so big. <laughs> Next time you watch it, look at his face. They're just like bugging out of his head right before they get eviscerated. It's fantastic. Whoa. Yeah, back in space, that's when Vader boards Profundity and all this Vader scene. Just in the dark. Does the Dark Lord's work? Lights up the lightsaber and he's just... Just seeing seeing not Anakin, but seeing full power Vader. Just pure Vader dark side chaos. It's amazing. Just... He's mostly a robot. He can barely move and still can kill. Yeah, he's just almost like enjoying like, He's just cutting through them, just massacring them. They just have no chance. And then, yeah, the, yeah. the way they're just getting it, like the guy puts it through the door, and then you see the outside oh, of the door, yeah. the lightsaber goes through him. Oh, it's so yep. good. So good. Oh, just, yeah, choreographed so well. Oh. Yeah, he's just slaughtering rebels right and left, but they managed to get the the data card with the plans to the Tantive Four, mm-hmm. the Krillin Corvette with with Princess Leia on it, uh, that's in like the the hangar bay, and it takes off. And then we get that unfortunate bad CGI of her, um, and they jump to hyperspace and credits. Boom! Ah, oh, so good. Such so good. A great, great. Oh man, I, this was a great. I rewatch. love that. Like, 
So I'm saying like the like repetitive. I've seen it done a couple of times. I feel like in Star Wars, where some larger ship is basically used as like bait for a smaller ship with whatever the important mm-hmm. thing is to like run away real fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it happened in Kenobi with Darth Vader again. It's like this guy gets bait and switched like all the time. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> learn your lesson, man. It's like, dude. Well, Anakin was never slow the down. Stop uh, being so angry, Anakin and maybe you won't get chumped. Slow. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've got some trivia if you guys want to hear it. Oh, yeah. this was some trivia. Um, Anthony Daniels, who played C-3PO, was jokingly disgruntled that Alan Tudyk was allowed to play KS, K2SO in the relative comfort of a motion capture suit, whereas Daniels had to endure years of discomfort and injuries in the C-3PO costume. Daniels laughingly cursed at Tudyk after Rogue One's premiere. Tudyk later said that a fuck you from Daniels was one of the highest compliments he had ever received. <laughs> Anthony Daniels. I mean, I'd be pretty pissed, too. Like, you're the dude inside of the robot suit for years. You're the reason it's, like, a thing in the universe. And, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, by the way, now he gets to be in air conditioning the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Anthony Daniels. No one thinks higher of themselves than Anthony Daniels. He's so smug. Mm. Mm. Um, Galen Erso is modeled after J. Robert Oppenheimer, the father of the atomic bomb. Both men share the same guilt factor of becoming an mm-hmm. agent of death for building a weapon of mass yep. destruction. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am the, um, the angel of death or bringer, you know, ender world or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the studio had only two choices to play Chirrut, uh, Donnie Yen and Jet Li. Yen was approached first because of his salary of $4 million against Jet Li's $10 million. To gauge his interest and as a secondary plan, director Gareth Edwards also offered him the other role of Baz. Yen expressed interest in playing Chirrut, but was hesitant in accepting it because it required him to be away in London for five months. However, it was his young son's love of the Star Wars films and comics that wore him down, uh, wore down his reluctance, and it was... Yen's idea to make his character blind. Oh, wow. Yeah. Badass. Badass. Um, and Tom, it's interesting that you said something about World War II because to confer the intended look of the ground battles, director Gareth Edwards and the design team simply took old pictures taken during World War II and Vietnam, replaced army helmets with rebel head covers, and added X-wings into the shots. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole, the, like, original Star Wars. Like, they were trying to get the dog fighting right, and they showed them, like, old World War II footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. modeled it after. So good. Um, Gareth Edwards said that, said that he came up with the planet named Scarif after ordering a coffee in a Starbucks shop, and the barista simply misspelled Gareth's name as Scarif. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, how good is that as a way to name stuff in a sci-fi universe? Like, go into a Starbucks, mumble your weird name, and see what happens. It's funny that <laughs> stuff like that happens, like, all the time. Like, uh, from the yeah. the prequels, the character Sifo-Dyas, that's not how it was supposed mm-hmm. to be pronounced, but it was mispronounced uh, the first time. Like, it, something with the script, it was spelled wrong, like there's a space in the wrong place, or whoever said it first. Mm-hmm. That's not how it was supposed to be. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and they just went with it. They're like, all right, that sounds good. 
Well, I guess we got to do that now. No rules. Um, <laughs> man. Um, Warwick Davis is in this movie. The Star Wars veteran Wicked actor himself. plays. Yeah. We, we teach Subi. <laughs> oh, is he the little dude? Like the He's the little dude, dude. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. One of the militia members. <laughs> One of the partisans. Wasn't He's he good. also in um, well, Solo? Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was one of the well, Emphas Ness's uh, crew. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Oh, Gareth Edwards actually makes a cameo in this as well as the rebel who launches Tantiv uh, Four into space with the lever in the final scene. That's the director. Um, there's a hidden Mickey in the movie House? during the Battle of Scarif, an exploding fighter ship plumes smoke in the shape of Mickey Mouse's head around an hour 45 minutes. In, in the prequels, <laughs> one of the Senate uh, little pods is uh, E.T. Aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Because oh, him oh, and uh, so Spielberg had, a, had, a, had an agreement that they would each get like 5% of any movie they made. Mm-hmm. Man, Spielberg lucked out on that one. <laughs> Dude, he, Spielberg, smart I mean, man. He's made some smart great man. movies too, but like, yeah, <laughs> come yeah, come on. Um, the first Star Wars film without any transition wipes, except for the transition to the end credits. I mm. love a good uh, a wipe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're so silly. <laughs> I use them in our videos because I just think they're funny. <laughs> I love them. I, I love too. them. Um, let's see. Oh, and I couldn't find a body count. I'm sure it's a lot. No, I thought about this so much. It's, it's just like yeah. innumerable. Between yeah. like you, you, you lose the ability to even vaguely keep track the second Jetta mm-hmm. gets blown up. Yeah, because exactly. they only blow up a city, but like that's gotta be like Twice. cataclysmic for the entire planet. Yeah, hundreds you know? and thousands. Like that destroys like, the entire the plume, planet. Like in, well up above the atmosphere. Yeah, like, like a okay, chunk so, of your planet's out, so like your gravity is gonna be all messed up. Right. And the tides, like your your planet's yeah, dead. Yeah, it's all <laughs> fucked up. The, the um, planet's dead either way. Yeah. Yeah. But I did find a great trivia bit to end on. Um, Carrie Fisher, the original Princess Leia, passed away over a week after the film's cinema release in the United States. She was able to see the film before her death and reportedly squealed with joy at seeing the younger version of herself at the end of the movie. I love Carrie I, I, I'd heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that, that tickled for sure. Yeah, I love that. And and that's it for the trivia, guys. And what a great movie. And Tom, oh my God. I I've knew had so much fun Josh, being here. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I knew you and Josh us. would be like, like, like well, I want to talk so much more. I know. <laughs> so good. Any, any Star Wars we can talk, recording or not, uh, I'll talk for so hours good. with you. Yeah. All yeah. Right. For sure. Um, anything you want to plug, Tom? Anything you want to just like mention your your socials? Anything I like mean, that? I mean, I'm on Instagram, Tom dot a dot Edwards. At, you know, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, if you need a caterer, um, I don't really. Yeah, that's, I'm not really doing anything. That's like, <laughs> What's social, your best? So. What's your like? Uh, well, it was my one. wedding anniversary last night, and my 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 wife's favorite thing to eat is chicken piccata. And Ooh. she told me very early in our relationship, it's like, oh, yeah, my uh, the only other long-term boyfriend I've ever had, well, his dad dad made this thing that I love. It's the best thing I've ever oh, eaten. So I'm like, this will walk. not stand. Yeah. yeah, you had no choice. No. 
<laughs> she threw down I the was gauntlet. in culinary school at the time. I went over to my like my one of my professors was uh, this old older Italian guy from Chicago, and I'm like, Chef Alari, you gotta help me. I need to make chicken piccata. And he's like, Tom, let's do this. So, like, like look I, at went home, I, I went home. I went home and I made it. And she, I'm like, this had better be better. And she's probably lying to me all this time. But she, you know, it, well, good on piccata. Her. I like, can do it well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'd be fine uh. with that. I would be totally cool with her lying to me. Like, yeah. Please lie to me. Yeah. I won't know anyway. Please. <laughs> make me feel good. Yeah. I make killer pulled pork. Ooh. Ooh. I love a good pulled pork. That. Oh, that's my favorite. My favorite. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, JP, you sent me that harissa and miso pasta like recipe. And mm-hmm. I think I'm going to make, I think I'm going to make that into ramen and see how Ooh. that goes. Ooh, I love a good ramen. Yeah. Another reason Josh need to come and visit so we yeah. can go to Star Wars land and we can oh, eat. I need to come out to LA. Eat all the food. Exactly. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's that's it for today's episode. Oh, we didn't decide. Um, what are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? Well, I don't know. We'll figure put it, it in out. the show notes. It'll be in the notes. Yeah, we'll figure yeah. it out. Um, yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. But um, you can find us at yeah. www.actionmoviebookclub.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at ActionMovieBC or on Instagram at ActionMovieBookClub. Um, we've also been posting video of the show on, on YouTube along with little clips or on the TikTok oh, with boy. the kids on the TikTok. TikTok so by store. Actually, my, yeah. my wife is trying to get me to make a TikTok account doing, like, something because I'm always yeah. making things with my hands. So, I don't know. I've been messing around with 3D printing, so hopefully I'll start making things about that. Yeah, do, do, it. It. do it. Do it. Do it. It's a nightmare, but do it. Yeah. Do it. Um, but that's uh, that's kind of it. Anything else you want to add? Uh, I think that's all I got. Uh, thank you, Tom, for joining Tom, us. Tom, thanks for having so me. Much. It was a blast. Oh, it was so much fun. Perfect. Perfect. Um, but yeah, um, blast. thank you so much. That's all yeah. I got for Tom and Jape and myself. Why don't you take us out? Happy trails, Hans.